Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Wisconsin to a Friday installment of the Bill Michael Show. I'm ready to go. Joe Zenzola filling in once again for the big unit. He is off today. And I'm telling you right now, this is not going to be a new trend. Okay. I, I, this is the third straight Friday I have filled in for Bill. Um, believe me, this is this is not a permanent thing. Bill is just trying to use his vacation time, and I don't blame him. You either use it or you lose it. So that is what Bill is doing. He is enjoying the long weekend. I uh, just want to let you guys know next week, uh, for some of our affiliates, you will be carrying the uh, Christmas Day edition of the Bill Michael Show on Christmas. Others of you will be having network syndication nationally, uh, but regardless, uh, you may have a show, you may not have a show, but that's what's going on next week, Friday. Um, and then the following Friday after that, it's 2021. Wow. That's actually happening. This crappy year is about to end. I can't believe it. I can't believe how fast this has gone. Well, hopefully it's gone fast for you as well. I mean, again, we've we've all had our struggles this year, the most challenging year of our lifetimes, um, but we are almost done with it. And you talk about some presents, vaccines being distributed. That is really cool. That is really great. Saw the vice president today getting the vaccine. That is really cool. Um, the other thing that's really cool is Giannis signing here long term. Um, in just a moment, I would like to go through um, just again, a, just a historic week here for Bucks fans. Um, and I want to share some of the comments from Giannis that really struck a chord with me just to show that this guy really is true to his word. Everything he has said in the past, he has lived up to it and then some. He is such an empathetic individual. Uh, so I'm going to share some of the things that really stuck out to me with what Giannis said the other day. Um, and some of the other comments from some of the other guests we've had on the show this week, including Eric Name, Jim Paschke, uh, Marvin Williams, the former Buck, who's now retired. So we'll have all that here in just a minute. But I do want to just bring up last night, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Thursday night football game between the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, I got to say, I mean, the, the, the Chargers, they are one head coach away 
uh, to really be in a contender in the AFC. I mean, it's just it, it is so unfortunate that the Chargers have had a coach in Anthony Lynn that has had a lot of just a lot of bonehead decisions this year that have cost this team in some really close games. Like, and the other thing that hasn't helped the chargers is they haven't had Derwin James on the defensive side. They haven't had Melvin Ingram on the defensive side. So that's the other thing they've been missing star players, but the fact that Justin Herbert has emerged this year and add him to the list of young, talented quarterbacks that um, are going to be really good here for the future of the NFL um, this Chargers team is definitely going to get better next year. And last night we saw it. I mean, Herbert was just on fire, just hitting receivers all over the place throughout the course of the game, taking that team down the field in overtime, um, and then having that you know that goal line plunge uh, to win things in overtime. I mean, that Chargers team, they, we, we saw what they did last year to the Green Bay Packers, and Justin Herbert wasn't playing for the Green Bay or wasn't playing for the Chargers last year against the Green Bay Packers. Instead, Badger fans got a dose of him in the Rose Bowl. Uh, but the Chargers, I think, could be a very, very good football team um, next year. I think they can flip things around. And personally, for me, I think Eric Bieniemy would be the perfect fit. In LA. Now, again, I don't know if Andy Reid has promised something behind the scenes to Eric Bieniemy. Everyone is looking at Eric Bieniemy right now, though, as by far the hottest candidate um, to be a head coach. And there's so many different jobs to look at uh, that are going to be filled this offseason. But if I'm Bieniemy and I want to make an, an impression, especially with the offensive mind that he has, you put him with Justin Herbert in LA. That could be something really special. And if I were enemy and I'm looking at all these jobs, I think the Chargers would be the most intriguing job. I certainly wouldn't be going to Detroit, that's for sure. So that was really interesting last night. Um, Justin Herbert just continues to shine in his rookie season, and he's been able to really put up numbers that have been right up there with some of the best who have been able to make impressions in their rookie year. So that was really cool last night. And again, the NFL this week is going to be very unique. You're going to have a couple of games on Saturday, including your Green Bay Packers taking on the the Carolina Panthers. Don't forget the Green and Gold postgame show with Bill Michaels and Gary Ellerson will follow on many of these network stations uh, right after that game. And then, of course, we've got a whole slate of games on Sunday and then another Monday night contest. So the NFL is really taking control of this weekend as we get closer to Christmas. I mean, really, we are one week away from Christmas. And that's another thing we're going to do today on the show because I am not... Um, someone that is as big into Christmas as I used to be. As a kid, obviously, I loved it. Who doesn't as a kid? But as I've gotten older, Christmas just doesn't it just doesn't do anything for me anymore because I, I hear way too many Christmas songs on the radio. That drives me crazy. There's too much marketing for Christmas. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. I just feel like the allure, the mystique, uh, what Christmas is all about, it's just th that whole, everything about it has just gone out the window. But yesterday I was kind of feeling, you know what, maybe I will play some Christmas songs today coming out of breaks. Um, good Christmas songs, not the same crappy songs you hear over and over and over again on the radio. So I, I'm going to, uh, this will be some of my personal favorites. Um but you'll hear some of that as we go along today, too. But let's let's get into the Milwaukee Bucks here uh, because it, it's funny. Two weeks ago, 
when I filled in on this show, I, I was in a much different place. Uh, and if you were listening two weeks ago, I went on and on about Mike Budenholzer and some very controversial comments he had about what the mindset should be this season. And considering this team came up short back-to-back seasons when they had a team that should have been able to win it all in the NBA, uh, Mike Budenholzer Mike would not come out and say championship or bust. And when we're talking about Giannis trying to sign a contract of some kind, whether it's a Supermax or it's just a two-year extension, you don't want to hear those comments because it just doesn't seem to jive with what Giannis has said all along, that he is all about winning titles here. And if he's going to stay here, it's about winning titles. And then last Friday, we had a discussion when I was filling in about this whole James Harden nonsense. Like, I wouldn't think the James Harden share would ever happen because that means you'd have to give up Chris Middleton, and I don't think Giannis would want to give up Chris Middleton. So again, if you're going to make a trade like that, you would have to get Giannis's approval. You just don't make a trade like that. Even if Houston was desperate and was willing to do it with the Bucks, Giannis, to me, would have to sign off on that. Now fast forward to today where it's totally different. All the anxiety, all that stress... Everybody freaking out. It's gone. It's not coming back. We don't have to fear about this for a very long time. Giannis is here. Giannis has made the commitment. Giannis signed a Supermax that he didn't really have to for a couple of reasons. One, five years, that's a long time. A lot of things can happen in five years. He could have signed a much shorter extension to get a better idea. And not to mention, with the salary cap coming down a little bit because of everything that's been going on with COVID, Giannis would be missing out on some money. But he kept his word. So there were so many things that I took away from what Giannis had to say and what some of the other people that came on our show this week. So first of all, this was Eric Name. Eric Name, our Milwaukee basketball insider. You can check out all of his fine work at The Athletic. Eric Name uh, came on the show right after this happened, and Bill had asked him, you know, why did it take this long with Giannis? This was Eric's answer. Take a listen to this. Giannis really did have to think through this, and part of it is just his personality in that he, he very much tries to keep his focus on whatever it is that he's doing at that time. So, you know, during the season, he wants to play basketball. He wants to be focused on basketball. During the off season, he's going to try to get away from all of that, really take that time with his family, and, and not think about the rest of those things. And then, you know, as we kind of reported this, it was, it was kind of clear that when he was away in Greece, he wasn't thinking about this. They weren't discussing his contract. They weren't going through all of the details. They, it, it, that just wasn't what he was thinking about. He was thinking about, I, I need time to relax. I need time to recharge. And then as soon as he flew back stateside on, the, on November 29th, that was when these conversations started. That was when he met with his agent and they went through all the different possibilities. And then, you know, you start to have some of these meetings. And I, I think while from the outside, Bucks fans and, and anyone looking at the situation would have said, he knows what all this is. He knows that this is how the Supermax works. These are the options that he could get put into the contract. This is what the organization's done. 
I don't think he actually really started to deep dive into that until he got back in the United States here at, in the beginning of December. And then, you know, the process took a little while as they were trying to figure all that out. And, you know, I think something that plays a role in this is it's tough in Milwaukee. Like, it's just going to be tougher in Milwaukee to create a championship team, to get players to come here, to, to build all of that. You have a small market, you have a cold market, you have a team that, you know, isn't seen as, you know, a premier franchise for, for many, many years. And now they're, you know, working towards that and working towards getting that reputation up a little bit. But I do think part of it and part of his hesitation was him and his people trying to figure out, you know, can we actually get it done here? We've, we've gotten the individual stuff. We've gotten the MVPs. Can we get a championship team to Milwaukee? And I think in the end, obviously, he decided that the Bucks had done enough and believe, and they believe in, in what the Bucks were able to do and how they were able to get it done. But, you know, at the same time, I think that's what took so long was them really thinking through all of those details and whether or not, you know, they believed that you could get it done in Milwaukee. Eric Name of The Athletic, who joined us earlier this week on The Bill Michael Show after Giannis had signed the Supermax. And again, you can check it out at BillMichaelSports.com, the full conversation. But everything Eric just said there is correct. Because Giannis confirmed pretty much all of that in his press conference after the fact. And this whole idea that Milwaukee is Siberia and no one's ever going to come here and it's too cold and blah, 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 blah. You can throw that myth out the window. That whole concept, that doesn't exist anymore because not only has Giannis now signed here long term, another guy superstar has signed here long-term and he did it earlier this year. And that was Christian Yelich. This does, this just doesn't apply for the Milwaukee bucks. We look at all of our Wisconsin teams, our big three, and we have three superstars all committed here. So this notion that, you know, these superstars, they're not going to want to sign here. I'm just, I'm not going to buy that anymore. It gives me hope that maybe in the next five to six years here with Giannis specifically, that who knows, maybe there is another superstar that would want to play alongside him. If the culture is there, why not? And for Giannis, when he talks about Milwaukee and what it means to him, it's all he's known. All I know is Milwaukee. You know, when I came here and, you know, fell in love with the city, it's a city that loves basketball, it's a city that obviously we don't have. We have more things to do now, but when I came, we didn't have a lot of things to do, so I could just focus in basketball. Um, and it's a place that I want to be. It's a place that I want to raise my kids, and um, I feel good here. I feel, I feel that my family feels good here, so I'm good. Now again, we can't guarantee anything, but the fact that he said he wants to raise his kids here. Guys, there, there's a, there's a chance, a good chance that Giannis is a buck for life. Again, assuming you continue to have the same mindset and approach every single year to win a championship. Again, a lot can happen in five to six years, but right now, that is the mindset, is winning. And as long as you're winning, to me, I feel more than ever that Giannis would definitely sign another contract after this one, and possibly another contract after that. I believe that. And I think that's what Giannis wants ultimately. 
And one example of his empathy was this. I thought about it, but it w- it wouldn't bother me because I'm a, I'm a person that, you know, try to black that uh, those questions out. Uh, and I would uh, respectfully ask you guys to not ask me about that. And obviously there's going to be cities and um, some people that they're going to ask me about it. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, obviously it gives you, puts a lot of pressure in your in your hands, it put a lot of pressure in the organization, a lot of pressure on your teammates. And I, I didn't I didn't want my teammates to go through something like that. And um and uh it's, but obviously at the end of the day, like going through something like that makes you tougher for sure. Like it makes you mentally tough. Like it, being able to black all those questions out and uh people saying you're gonna go here, you're gonna go there, and while you're playing a game, while you gotta encourage your teammates, obviously it makes you mentally tougher, but I, I didn't want to go through that process. Not, not me, not my family, and especially not the organization and my teammates. That's a pretty big thing. While it is all about Giannis, Giannis does not want to make it all about him. And certainly if he did not sign any kind of extension before December 21st, that, yeah, it would be a distraction. Even though he doesn't want to talk about it with the media, it's going to be on the minds of his teammates. Again, he's thinking about other people, not just himself. We're going to hear more comments from Giannis that really stood out to me on the other side. Don't forget, a lot of good guests we'll have today, including Kevin Holden of CBS 58 in Milwaukee. He will be joining us in about 15 minutes or so. I'm Radio Joe Zanzola. In for Bill today, we'll have more Talking Bucks next on The Bill Michael Show. You're listening to The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. The Bill Michael Show continues. Hopefully you're having a good Friday, Wisconsin. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill Michaels. Evan Affelfinger, other side of the glass, associate producer, but today he's the executive producer of the show. Kind of getting into the holiday spirit. And believe me, I'm not big into Christmas music. We'll talk more about that coming up in in just a few. But I was just kind of feeling it today. So these are some of my personal favorites, including, thank you very much, Elvis Presley. Blue Christmas. All right, so we continue on here with Giannis because, again, I I just want to go through some of the things that really struck a chord with me this week after Giannis signed that Supermax extension. And you heard before the break the fact that Giannis was thinking about his teammates when he was doing this. And, again, superstars have an ego. When you're a high-profile celebrity, ego tends to get bigger in your head. And a lot of times, you tend to think about yourself more often than not. Listen to this from Jim Paschke. I had a chance to talk with him earlier this week, and this is what he had to say about Giannis and the Greek culture that he's a part of. Take a listen to this. There is something in Greek culture that Greeks take very seriously. It's a concept. It's called philotimo, and it's hard to define, but it comprises ideals, and those are integrity, loyalty, honor, all of that. And the Greeks really take that seriously. And Giannis has Philotimo. And I was told that a year ago by a Greek gentleman who came up to me in Atlanta, and he said, Jim, he will sign because Greeks who have that always take care of the people who have taken care of them. And there's a story about Giannis and his younger brothers 
when they would walk to, Thanasis is older, but when the brothers would walk to practice, they would go by a diner or a small restaurant in the morning and they would always say hello to the proprietor. And then on the way back in the afternoon, that gentleman would typically have a little bit of food for the boys on their way home. And to this day, when Giannis goes back to Athens, he will stop and make sure that he touches base and says hello to that restaurant operator who took care of the boys uh, so many years ago. So Philotimo is real in the Greek culture, and Giannis uh, embodies that. I believe it, and he's been saying it. He said three years ago in a tweet that loyalty is in my DNA. Giannis does not forget the little person. And I always, I always question this in the back of my mind as he got older. As his stardom began to rise in the NBA, would his ego take over? Can that same humble kid, that same humble teenager from Greece, be able to be just as humble as he is now and as loyal as he is now? Well, he did it. He has. Giannis talking about loyalty. It's really important. It's really important. You know, at the end of the day, that's... That's what stays. Um, you know, I believe in that, and uh, I'm a man of my words. Um, and you know, this is big. This is big. I think, uh, you know, being in the team that trusted me, believed in me, um, took care of me, took care of my family, uh, took care of me financially. Uh, you know, I always want to give back. I always want to give back, and I've been trying to give back since day one that I've been here. Uh, but I, you know, I got, I got, I got more to give, and um, I love this city. You know, I love playing uh, with my teammates. You know, I love this organization, and um, at the end of the day, it's easy. You know, it's easy to dip in the first chance. Um, but you know, that's not me as a person. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's tough because at the end of the day, like. No, nowhere you go or nowhere you are guarantee you to win a championship, right? So, but at the end of the day, I, I know who I am. I know that I'm a man of my words and I know it might take me 10 years or I might never win a championship or whatever the case might be, or I might win five, whatever the case might be. But I know who I am and I know what I believe and I know that I, I stuck when, um, to the people, you know, next to the people that believed in me. I know Bucks fans, including myself, being one, you know, we've been burned. We've been burned a lot <laughs> watching this team and seeing a lot of things go down and, you know, whether it's on the court or off the court and not being able to have nice things. And, yeah, I mean, I just – there's certainly paranoia with a lot of big decisions and this obviously being the biggest. But you should never have to doubt Giannis again. You shouldn't. If Giannis were to leave Milwaukee after this contract is up, it's because this team totally failed. This team totally let us all down. But I don't expect that. I expect more winning. I expect a championship. I think it's going to come. I think it will. After being optimistic, even though Giannis didn't give you much when he spoke last week, I still felt that he was going to sign. And the fact that I don't feel dumb about that now gives me more optimism about the future. And again, a lot can happen, guys. A lot can happen over the next five to six years. But I'm not going to sit here and 
speculate, and be negative about it. Giannis has given you all the hope in the world. And hopefully, a lot of us that have been doubting for a while, hopefully we've come around the bend a little bit, and we're more hopeful, and that the future is going to be more promising for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I hope a lot of you around the state who may not have been into Bucks basketball a few years ago, hopefully more of you are into it now. I really hope so, because there's something special happening here. And again, a lot has to a lot of it has to go right, but Giannis isn't going to change. Giannis isn't going to change who he is. You heard it right there. He is a man of his word. He is loyal. It's who he that's who he is. You have to appreciate that. Not many superstars are like that. We I mean, we are just so spoiled. Not only to have Aaron Rodgers and Christian Yelich, but we are very spoiled to have this man here leading our team. I've got more here. I've got more cuts, to be honest. We'll try to get to more of this later because there's more things I want to share that are just, that really stand out. Again, talking about his character, his empathy, his loyalty. Man. You talk about a Christmas gift for the state and for the Bucks fans. It this is it's a good way to finish what's been a very lousy year, I'll say. And don't forget too, we will talk Packers today. We will get you ready for Packers and Panthers. Uh, your biggest key to a Packers win coming up on Saturday night, not Sunday, Saturday night, in case you were living under a rock. Coming up next, we will talk with Kevin Holden of CBS 58. I'm gonna get his thoughts on Giannis. I also want to get his thoughts on the Packers and Since Kevin is a big baseball fanatic, I want to get his thoughts on the free agent market and the trade market right now because it has been pretty quiet, and the Brewers really haven't done much of anything, but pretty much every team in Major League Baseball hasn't done a whole lot. Get Kevin's thoughts on that as well. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola filling in for Bill today. We will have more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This segment brought to you by Massage Envy and Capital Drive in Brookfield. Introductory offer for a customized facial, only 60 bucks. Buy $110 in gift cards and get a free one-hour service. Make sure you call them 262-786-5060. That's 262-786-5060. <laughs> Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Wait a minute, I thought I was making a rule. No Christmas music, or no regular music. Well, it's Christmas time again. Much better. I'm so used to playing regular rock bumpers. No, today, let's get into the holiday spirit just a little bit, shall we? I also can't believe this man is gone. Tom Petty. So many rock legends we've lost the last couple of years. It's just too bad. Tom Petty, one of the greats. Bill Michaels' show continues. I'm Radio Joe. And for Bill today, Bill will be back Saturday night for the Green and Gold postgame show on many of these network stations. We continue on, and whenever I have a chance to talk to this guy, it's radio magic, as we like to say. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline from CBS 58 in Milwaukee is the one and only Kevin Holden. Kevin, my friend, how are you? 
Joe, it's the truth, man. It, it's it's magic because you can't you can't force it and you can't script it. It's just it's just chemistry. It just happens, and uh, and, and it's nice to be back on. It's a Friday. We're talking Saturday football, and it's weird that it's Packers football on a Saturday, but I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take anything right now, especially after not having sports for however many months we had to go through that. So I'll the the plethora of sports right now is uh, it, it is it is great to see. So if the Packers are Saturday, then so be it. Um, before we talk about the Packers, I do want to get your thoughts on a couple of things, starting. Most importantly, with the Giannis Supermax extension, were you surprised that he signed it? What was your mindset going into all of that? I know there was a lot of Bucks fans that were worried that this wasn't going to happen. How do you look at the situation then, and how do you look at it now? I, I wasn't terribly worried because I, and this is kind of weird because I think in in sports as fans, we get caught in this idea. And, and it's true that there's so much movement that goes on. If, it, if it's players, even if it's coaches, if you're talking college football, I mean, there are so many stories through the years about either a player or a coach talking about how much they're committed to a team or a city and then turning around and leaving. But there was something different about Giannis that made me think that everything was going to be fine. I, I really was not that worried. And I think the reason, I, when I went back now, and, you know, kind of look back at these last three or four weeks, I look back at the last seven years and I realized that, that part of why Giannis is such a fan favorite, why, why we love him so much on top of the talent, on top of the MVP stuff, is we really honestly watched him develop and grow from a very young age, an impressionable age, an age where he didn't know what a smoothie was, right. uh, to – this guy now who has signing his second nine-figure contract. He's on a $100 million contract now, and then he's got the Supermax coming. So I, when he said he liked Milwaukee, when he said this is where he wanted to be, even before the Supermax extension, I really did believe him. And, and you know, ESPN and all these other outside forces aside, I, I really did think his goal was to take the team that took a chance on him and his background and allow that championship contender to come here as opposed to going to chase it somewhere else. I, I really did believe it. And I think, I think that's it. I think it's the fact that we watched him go from 18 year old to maybe the best player in the league. And, uh, and now he's going to be in Milwaukee for a while. So it's a, it's a happy day for, for the city and the state. And, and the other thing that really stands out to me above anything is just who he is as a man, you know, I mean, and, and, we, and we've saw it from the very beginning when he was drafted as that teenager, you know, super humble. And over time, you know, as the stardom continued to rise and we watched that, his ego really never exploded. And that, that was the fear. You know, when you get all this fame and fortune that that's what's just going to happen, that wasn't the case. He's been loyal. He's been empathetic. Um, it, it's just that it's, it's one of the biggest reasons why I love who he is, not just as a player, but who he is as a person. That's the truth. And here's the thing, too. Uh, and and this is nothing against the, the the moves that the Bucks have attempted to make through the years until recently to try to make the team good. But the truth is, there have been some forces throughout Giannis's career that could have changed his ego if he were a different person and he were more influenceable. Uh, it could have come out a lot worse. I mean, I, you, you, the first thing I think of is 
the stuff that happened with Larry Sanders, the stuff that happened with Brandon Jennings, the stuff that happened with uh, Stephen Jackson. Yep. Uh, you know, we're talking, we're, we're back a ways now. We're in the very early phases of Giannis's career. But what happened there did not change his personality. It didn't change who he was. And that speaks a lot to character uh, in the case of Giannis and the fact that he's still who he is now, despite the troubles that went on in those first couple of years. I mean, can you imagine if if Giannis is a different kind of guy, if he's more easily influenced and the Bucks go and they win 15 games, uh, you know, a couple of years in his, his career, he's thinking to himself, man, I can't wait to get out of here. And, uh, and I'm really happy that didn't happen because look at the good things that have happened because he stayed and stayed committed. And the fact that you've had peace in the locker room, there have been no other egos. There's been no other distractions. There's been no other guys that, um, have had any kind of negative energy in that locker room. I mean, you've had really a true culture there now for the last the last few years, and and that's that's what you need too when it comes to winning a championship. Everyone's got to be on the same page. Everyone's got to know the same plan. We're talking with Kevin Olden of CBS Fifty Eight in Milwaukee here on the Bill Michaels Show. So, all right, talked about Bucks there because I can only have you for so many minutes here, my friend. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the Brewers because this is the weirdest free agency period we've ever seen in our lifetimes because we really don't know what the market is. Teams don't know what the market is. And there's been so many factors that go into it with teams cutting back on costs, with the whole COVID aspect, the fact that you really haven't been able to get a true measurement of players because of statistics only over the course of a couple of months. And I just, how do you look at the landscape of the trade market and the free agent market right now in baseball? It's, it is the toughest market to read from a number standpoint that I can ever, ever, ever remember. You've had good years and you've had lean years when it's come to free agents. You've had years where there were flurries of activities early. You've had years where you've had crazy contracts handed out at the winter meetings or even a little after the winter meetings. But there is no, right now at this moment, in mid-December, there is no baseline for a team to work from. There is no, okay, this contract went to this person, so here's what we'll offer this person. There's no movement at all. And it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that you just came off a 60-game season with no fans, and, and there is no question that financially that 2020 season was not a good thing for teams. I mean, it was, it was good for us, the fans. It was good to have a season. It was good to to help heal during the really rough times, uh, you know, in the early stages, earlier stages of COVID. But from a money standpoint, I don't know if anybody really knows where they are and where they're going to be, because we don't know what 2021 looks like either. They're already talking about delaying the start of the season, potentially. The owners have talked about playing a shorter season again, because, uh, you know, the, the idea is about vaccination, but the idea is also about money, whether they want it to be or not. So I have zero clue from a player standpoint what this looks like add on to that the fact that you don't know about your former mvp who is potentially retired i kind of think maybe i don't know uh you don't know about rules in your game because the designated hitter may be there it may not and that's going to affect ryan braun's future for sure if he decides to play if there's dh that helps a ton it is the biggest question mark i can ever remember i I cannot envision 2021 because I, other than the players currently under contract, I don't know what it's going to look like. And it's weird to me, Joe. 
Yeah, it, it, it's just so weird to me, and I think it's weird to a lot of Brewers fans. We just don't know what to expect here, and I know it's going to be a tough sell here if the Brewers are slashing more of their payroll, but... I mean, th- this is just this is just the world we're in right now, and I, I think you got to cut the Brewers just a little bit of slack, right? Yeah, I mean, they, because you don't know, like it's it's very easy to to sit here and spend Mark Adonacio's money, like and and admittedly, it is part of the game. We do this every off season. Well, you know, they should go and spend this money on Jake Arrieta or on whatever, you know, Alex Cobb, whatever free agent it was you would hope they would go after. And it's different when you understand your financials, when you understand the ticket revenue, when you understand broadcast revenue. Uh, but none of it is set right now. So, I mean, I just can't – I don't. I, I'm so glad I'm not in that position of David Stearns because my guess is he's just going to have a really narrow window to work in. I think he'll have the players he has now, and sometime in January or even early February, maybe this market starts to shake out and he can go address his needs. But my guess is there's some sleepless nights coming for that dude because he's going to have to do it all in a really short span of time. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Kevin, I only have about 30 seconds here. Uh, Your prediction for Packers-Panthers on Saturday. I think I think the Packers have found that rhythm. I think they win this thing by a couple of touchdowns. I think they run the table. I think they take the first week of the playoffs off. I think it's think- Yes. Yes. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. All right, very very good. All right. I, I like to hear that, Kevin. I gotta let you go. Thank you so much as always. And uh we'll do it again next well actually no, it's Christmas next Friday. I'll get in touch with you about rescheduling, okay? <laughs> Yeah, anytime, anytime. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if it's Christmas morning, I'm just hanging around. We always appreciate it, my friend. If I uh, don't talk to you between now and whenever, uh, you have a good Christmas, okay? You, you too, Joe. Enjoy the heck out of it. Open, get, get all the presents you were hoping for. Yeah, I don't need any presents. I'm, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just happy to be in the in the good graces of my family. Kevin, we appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, man. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Kevin Olden, CBS 58. Schneider, they're hiring right now. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Speaking of Christmas, when is the right time to play Christmas music? We'll talk about that next on The Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Panthers, 7-15 tomorrow night here at Lambeau Field. Green Bay has struggled on special teams, especially on kick and punt coverage in recent weeks. Matt LaFleur says solving the problem is easier said than done. There's a lot of moving parts and injuries are a part of the game unfortunately and you might have to move guys around so they've got to know the whole concept because there can't be any drop off no matter who's in there there's got to be a standard to which you play at and in order to achieve that standard you've got to own your responsibilities and then go out there and execute the forecast calls for cloudy skies and temperatures in the lower 30s panthers head coach matt rule says he's been working his team out indoors this week in carolina a green bay has a bubble too they practice in 
uh, Buffalo has a bubble. And I've said it sincerely. Like I, I learned long ago, I coached at Philly. I coached in Buffalo. The most important thing is practice. And Aaron Rodgers talked about the meaning of the NFL's most valuable player award. I think it should kind of live up to what it stands for. It's an acronym. It stands for most valuable players. So it's that person who is most valuable to their team, I think. And I feel like that's why I should be in the competition most years and this year especially. That's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Thank you, Mike. Mike Clemens will be joining us in the final hour of the show today. Bill Michaels Show continues. Radio Joe with you. Evan Heffelfinger, other side of the glass. Just felt like last night when I was putting together the show that, you know what? We can start getting some Christmas music in, but it kind of leads me to a question. When is it the right time to start playing Christmas music? Because I just hate it when radio stations start playing Christmas music at the end of October. That's just absurd to me. It's absurd if you're playing it in in November. I I just want to get through Thanksgiving before I start getting my mindset on Christmas and putting up a tree. Evan, when do you think is the right time for Christmas music? For me, I do not allow it until the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Okay. I I understand that it starts on the radio, like, you know, before Halloween even sometimes. But, no, for me, I want to truly embrace the Christmas spirit. And I want to – I don't want to be over, you know – I don't want it all thrown at me for, like, three months. So I say Black Friday. That is my day when I can start listening to Christmas music, watching the movies, all that stuff. Including Die Hard, right? Of course. Uh Uh-oh, I talked about Die Hard in Christmas movies. Uh Uh-oh, everyone's going to freak out about that. To me, this is like right now today is the right time to start playing Christmas music. This this works for me. That's why I'm doing it today for you. A week before? A week before. Wow. Yep. I think I'll appreciate Christmas more when I have kids of my own. But right now, I'm just not the same as I used to be. That's just me. A lot of people are different. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, our colleague, he'd have Christmas all year. All year. That's Evan Affelfinger. I'm Radio Joe. Your biggest key to a Packers win. We'll talk about that next here on The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.